Welcome to the Psychotherapy Central podcast where we discuss love, attachment and healing from trauma. A place where you can gain the knowledge, tools and wisdom to help you build secure, flourishing relationships. I'm your host, clinical psychotherapist and couples therapist, Jennifer Neurick. Six reasons you're attracted to avoidant or unavailable men. I get asked this question a lot, so I spent quite a bit of time creating a list of reasons why this happens because it is so frustrating for a lot of people. You're probably listening to this episode because you're frustrated at yourself for choosing yet another unavailable partner. Maybe they're married or they live in another state or country. Maybe they're dating you but seem to be married to work or their mother or friends. Or maybe they're living with you but they're emotionally unavailable, leaving you feeling essentially alone in your relationship. But whatever the situation is, Here you are again with yet another unavailable partner, wondering if it's you or if it's just bad luck. So in this episode, we're going to unpack the main reasons why women with an anxious attachment adaptation, and I call it an adaptation because I really want us to remember that all attachment styles grow from a particular relational experience, which I talked about in episode one, two, and three of this series. So give those a listen if you haven't already. But it's an adaptation. It's kind of how we learn to be in intimate relationships. So why women with an anxious attachment adaptation will often be attracted to men with an avoidant attachment adaptation. And in the next episode, we'll cover how to stop attracting unavailable partners. So um, look out for that one. First, let's cover something important about the anxious adaptation. And that is how people with the anxious adaptation have a certain template for how the world is and for model of self and model of other. So the model of self and other was a a phrase termed by John Bowlby, who is the kind of, I don't know if I call it creator or kind of discoverer of attachment theory. Now with the anxious style, the template of self and other is that I'm not worthy of love and attention and affection. And I know that because it hasn't been consistent in my life. So as a child, I assume that that's about me. It's not about whether mom is working two jobs, maybe mom's in a domestic violence situation. Who knows what else might be going on? Maybe mom has some mental health issues she's struggling with. As a child, I don't see that. I assume that that's about me. And so my template of self is one where essentially there's a lower self-esteem and a tendency to put the other person on a pedestal. So I put the other person on a pedestal. They're better somehow and I'm less than somehow. Now you might try and hide that kind of overcompensate, but underneath, that's the programming. 
So with that in mind, let's have a look at the six reasons that you're attracted to avoidant men. First up, you choose what you know, even when it's painful and that makes no sense. Research has clearly demonstrated that we're often attracted to people who have similar qualities as our primary caregivers, so the people we grew up with in our family of origin, and that seem somehow familiar to us. I've referenced the research in the show notes, so check that out. If one of your parents were avoidant, then that's what you're used to. If they were kind of erratic, if they were sometimes present and attuned and sometimes not, which is quite common for the anxious style, you might unconsciously be attracted to someone who matches your beliefs of how a relationship should be, similar to how you grew up and how you related to that particular carer. So it feels comfortable, even though later on, it feels uncomfortable. And, and logically, you know, I don't want to choose a relationship like that. But subconsciously, it's what just feels familiar and known and what an intimate relationship feels like. Second reason, you reject what feels different. So when your model of self says you don't deserve love, that others aren't capable of meeting your needs or that love is not real unless you've earned it, it can be super difficult when you're with someone who's secure and available. There's this unconscious sense of, well, why are they interested in me? Eventually they're going to find out that I'm not good enough. So sometimes when you're with a secure partner, you might inadvertently push them away. It doesn't feel like your template relationship from your childhood, so it might feel kind of boring. You don't get to play the role of chasing that you're used to. And so, for, so you look for something that feels different. You look for someone who is less available. And so again, that doesn't make sense consciously because consciously you're like, I want to experience intimacy and connection and love, but our subconsciousness isn't experiencing what it knows. And so subconsciously, and if you look at that model of the iceberg, the conscious part is just the tip. And then this whole iceberg is underneath the water of the unconscious. The, the thinking is that that has a lot more force in what we actually create in our world. So the third reason that you might attract avoidant or unavailable men is that you repeat what you saw. You saw your parents have a relationship dynamic where one was more avoidant and the other was more anxious. And maybe they were together but emotionally disconnected. And so that's your felt holistic experience of what an intimate relationship looks like, what it looks like, what it feels like, how rupture happens, how repair happens, and so you repeat what you saw. Now the fourth reason you might be attracted to avoidant or unavailable men is that opposites attract. So this is where you see traits in the other person that you would love to have in yourself. 
So let's take the honeymoon phase of a relationship. And the honeymoon phase for an anxious avoidant couple can feel really amazing. There can be a lot of energy that brings them together. He feels stable, secure, grounded. His nervous system feels calm. Now, what what might happen in this phase is that you mistake a hypo-aroused, dorsal vagal shutdown style nervous system for being social engagement and being calm, right? Might be a mistake, might not be. He might genuinely feel more grounded and secure than you because often when you have the anxious style, you're more in sympathetic activation, more hyper-aroused in fight or flight. So being so in, with somebody who's in more hypo-arousal can feel like, oh, this is what I need, more stability, more groundedness. It can feel very attractive to those of us who have more of an anxious style. For the avoidant style, being with someone who is more anxious style can also be attractive. People who have the anxious attachment style can experience a bigger emotional range. They can have a lot of energy, um, a lot of engagement with life, and that can seem very attractive to people who are more in that dorsal vagal shutdown, more avoidant in their attachment style. And there is also often a part of the avoidant person who really wants to be loved and adored and touched and connected with. And so there can be this subconscious part of them that is really attracted to the availability and the connection that is available with the anxious style. So there can be this very big attraction, almost I imagine the inner children looking at each other And the anxious style seeing calm and grounded and secure and safe and thinking, yes. And the avoidance style seeing, oh, available and connected and and, um, emotional range and fun and juice and yes, right? So there can be this um, quite strong attraction that happens with those couples. Now, as that relationship moves on, he can start to feel quite disconnected for the more anxious style. And it can start to feel like too much for the more avoidant style. And so as the relationship moves on, it becomes more difficult. But still there's that point four that opposites attract. The fifth reason that you might be attracted to unavailable people is the repeating of a caretaker role where the wounded inner child where as as the more anxious partner you see behind the shutdown in the avoidant person the wounded inner child and there is this desire to want to help this belief that you can help to heal them and that can be a repeating cycle from childhood especially if you've taken a caretaker role in childhood. The sixth final reason is it can sometimes be your subconscious trying to heal, 
trying to heal what happened in the past by repeating the same dynamic you saw as a child. So there's a part of you that is still trying to work out and heal that dynamic in the present. It is very well known in psychotherapy that when we have unhealed, unresolved, strong dynamics that we experienced in our childhood, that those dynamics will repeat as a cycle that we will see in our adulthood. And this is our subconscious, the old patterns repeating them in the present. And our opportunity here is to notice those cycles, to see where they're happening, and to decide, okay, I'm going to break out of this caretaker role. I am going to heal. I know where this attraction to unavailable men comes from, and I'm going to heal that. I'm going to look at that in myself, and I'm going to change that dynamic. Now I can almost hear the next question coming. Jen, how? How do I start to do that? And that's where our next episode comes called How to Stop Being Attracted to Unavailable Men in the next episode. It'll be available through subscription on Apple Podcast. So if you have any questions about anything you heard today or anything to do with love, attachment and healing trauma, send me a DM through Instagram at psychotherapy.central. And if you like what you heard, um, you can help me out by liking and subscribing. The show notes for today will be available on my website, psychotherapycentral.health. We'll also find my course on breaking relationship cycles and healing insecure attachment and working with trauma. So thank you for being here as part of this community focused on healing. And wherever your day leads you today, I hope it is full of sunshine and full of peace. Thank you for joining me on this episode. If you want to learn more about all things love, attachment and trauma, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at psychotherapy.central or visit my website at psychotherapycentral.health. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd greatly appreciate it if you could leave a review and a five-star rating. Your support means a lot and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.